It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now. It is ATL Day Ones, and I am Jarvis, and she's Tanitra. Tanitra, I don't know about you, but it is a good day, and I'm feeling a little jumpy. I'm ready to get this thing rolling. Yeah, as long as we are above ground, it's a great day. It is. We are above ground. We are breathing and alive, and we got a lot of good stuff on board today. The Atlanta Falcons, what should they do with their eighth overall pick? to tell you what they shouldn't do but before we get there i'm gonna tell you about our sponsor shady rays shady rays is an independent sunglass company that gives you the features of 200 sunglasses i love 200 sunglasses i used to have i had a lot of them in college i'll tell you where i got the money from uh, but for a fraction of the price that means polarized lensless well-constructed durable frames and premium high-end finishes also Something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Ray's insane protection program. Let me tell you about this thing. Nobody else is doing this. Shady Ray's includes lost and broken protection on every pair. I've lost so many pairs of sunglasses, even those $200 ones. I'm still mad about that. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happens. Give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 Meals are donated to Fight Hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. Love it. Exclusively for you all, our viewers, our listeners. Head to ShadyRays.com and use code LOCKEDON. That's LOCKEDON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code LOCKEDON for the best deal. You're not going to find this anywhere. No. And 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses backed by over 150,000 verified five-star views. I don't know where you're going to get that type of validity from, but Shady Rays is the place to go to you. I'm telling you, I might have to go get me a pair right now. Yeah, especially (laughs) as we approach summer, right? (laughs) Yes, yes. It is is going to be a hot girl slash hot boy summer. We're going to find out if the Falcons are going to have a hot boy summer because this NFL draft is coming up on us, T, and it is uh, here. We are in April, you know, the beginning of April, and we know what happens at the the end of April. And the the Falcons have the eighth overall pick, and there have been a lot of conversations about where they should go. But my thing is, like, just to kind of, like, start things off, what – what do you think Terry Farno's mindset should be when you think about who he should draft at that spot? Yeah, I really, really hope his mind is on defense. I, I, I really hope his mind is on defense. That, the whether you look at the Z-line, whether, I mean, I think they've done fine in the secondary, so let me be a little yeah. bit more specific. Yeah. I think they've done fine in the offseason to shore up the secondary. What I'm really looking at is, that linebacker core and looking at the D line and who is going to help Grady in the trenches because Grady needs some help, especially as you mentioned, what we've talked about before 
with the departure, when you look, you know, holistically across the, the seven, when you lose players like Foye Aluakun, you have to do yeah. something about those holes. And I just feel like there needs to be some help. There needs to be some attention. It's, I don't know. It seems like for this franchise, the defensive side of the ball is like the redheaded stepchild. Right. <laughs> in, in the early rounds, in the early rounds. So I really would like them to take seriously the possibility of going defense because the other piece there is as well, even uh, as recently as this week, you add another wide receiver to the to the wide receiver room. You add another running back to the running back room and you're adding pieces to both of those rooms who can actually go both ways. They can give you they, their you know, pass catchers as running backs. And in the case of Cordero Patterson, a, a receiver who can also run very, very well and give you power running, especially, you know, if you're in a third and short situation, for example. So again, I would really like to see Terry Fontenot's mindset be about defense, especially at that number eight spot. I wholeheartedly agree with defensively, but let me tell you about a guy, because I've done, I've done my research, T. You know I me. Mean? You know how I get down when it comes draft time. I, I like to get my eyes on guys, right? Yes. I like to kind of like dive into the tape mm-hmm. as though all those draft cliches you hear around this time of year. So there's a guy that I've been seeing flying mm-hmm. up draft boards, Trayvon yes. Walker, right? Yes. You know the guy uh, defensive end out of uh, out of uh, Georgia, and you know it's a versatile guy. He's mm-hmm. super duper athletic. Yes. Um, you can see how he tore up the combine and everything like that. And people are just fawning all over this guy. And I'm yes. saying, but my thing is, right, at the end of the day, the, the combine should confirm or deny mm-hmm. what you've already seen. Mm-hmm. And if a player does so well at, a com- at the combine, mm-hmm. it makes you go back to the tape. I'm sketchy. That's a red flag for me because mm-hmm. when you think about a guy who had two and a half sacks in 19, mm-hmm. one sack in 2020, six sacks in 2021, and you're talking about this guy going to top five, I've gone to three. Yeah. Three different mock drafts. Mm-hmm. And they got him third, fourth, and fourth. You want And, to and, and, and I've, I've seen one at, to have him at number two. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. oh my God. Like, people even, I even seen one guy talking about how he was torn on whether or not to pick him at number one. And I was just like, what are we doing? Like, this is the stuff that gets people fired. Like, don't <laughs> do this. So, my message to you, Terry, Terry, you know, but Terry and I have a relationship. Well, I have a relationship with him in my mind. You know, that's <laughs> my friend in your when head. I, when, I, when I ask him to. <laughs> so, well, I think we have a relationship. So, let me tell you something, man. <laughs> Stay away from Trayvon Walker. No, that is not going to be the move. No, do not do that. This man doesn't even have 10 sacks in his career as a college football player. And you know, mm-hmm. it's three years that you got to stay in college to be there. So, hey, that's not his thing. Only time you're drafting the guys like that, a defensive lineman that, that high, that dude can get you double-digit sacks almost guaranteed. Yeah, I just don't see it. You yeah. know, so... Yeah, drafter beware, uh, Terry, uh, <laughs> when it comes to Trayvon Walker. Um, and I would say with him, you know, another kind of interesting piece is the blessing and the curse of him moving around to different positions in his time at UGA. And the blessing of it is, okay, that shows that you probably have some football IQ, if you will, that allows you to be able to 
read the offenses at different positions and be able to have some type of impact. But right. then there's the curse of that. Because that same versatility that allows you to play everywhere kind of makes you a jack of all trades and maybe a master of none. And when I'm looking in that top five, top ten, yeah, I'm kind of looking for the master. You know, I don't, I don't think right. I want a jack of all trades if I'm if I'm at the number eight spot or like you said, in some cases where we've seen him at two, three, four, and four uh, for multiple mock drafts. Do you really want a jack of all trades? That to your point isn't quite proven in one particular area. So yeah, I think now one name that, you know, I've seen come up a few times with the Falcons that may be a little bit more proven might be someone like a Kayvon Thibodeau, if you happen to have him available. And that's one of the edge. Yeah. That's one of the guys, you know, that, that I've seen him on mock drafts and I've read a little bit about him and I'm thinking, okay, well, there you go with, with, with a proven commodity, a bit of a more proven commodity. Yeah. Speaking of proven commodity, how about Jonas Hayes being hired as the head coach of Georgia State University? How about that? You know, they, he replaces um, Rob Lanier, who just led the Georgia State Panthers to the NCAA tournament. As a matter of fact, they've made it four times since 2015. Yes. And, uh, you know, the, the the Georgia Bulldogs, you know, they hired a guy, too. That, they hired a guy. Yeah, they hired a guy. Oh, this is He's a Jag. He's just another guy. Mike White. He's just yep. another guy. And you know the last time the Georgia Bulldogs, you know, uh, made the NCAA tournament? It was in 2015 as well. And guess who was an assistant coach on that team? Yes. Jonas, Jonas Hayes. So, Georgia. T, why? 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 How did Georgia drop the ball on this one? This dude was right here in your backyard. Right. You let Georgia State Steal him right from right. up in the other thing, or is it the fact that Georgia State is a better basketball program than you? You didn't think you were going to get Jonas Hayes. Well, I would like to say I would like to think that they thought that, but I don't think that's what they thought. I don't think they would ever admit to thinking Georgia State or acknowledging that Georgia State has a better basketball program, but it does. Let's just be yes. real about that because if you're yes. getting to the NCAA tournament four times in eight years, you are the better program. The end. But I think when sometimes when it comes to bigger programs like the University of Georgia's athletics program overall, you go for what you think is a name. So Mike White might be a bigger name because maybe, you know, coming from Florida, uh, if you will, Mike White on paper might look like it's a bigger name. Right. But in actuality, when you start digging deeper into Jonas Hayes's background and you think about a guy who just took over the team as an interim head coach a month ago and all of a sudden six and a half decades have passed since Xavier University of Ohio has won an NIT title and you get him there I mean Georgia did you even sniff the NCAA tournament did you even sniff the NIT the you know the top of the yeah <laughs> Did you say, yeah. did you text them, hey, be head? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Right, right, like, right. really? Yeah. So, yeah, so I think that might have been definitely a missed opportunity, if for no other reason, because Georgia looked at the big name and kind of saw shiny, shiny, when in actuality, maybe what you would consider a diamond in the rough because of the interim tag and him maybe not having that head coaching tag at a major program might have actually lost you somebody who literally is going to a school that already has a reputation out there, already has a foundation that they have built on and can continue to build on. I think he's going to do some great things. And one more thing, I think having him be an Atlanta native 
and Georgia being that low key oh, kind of yeah, Georgia was like low key <laughs> turning out some turning some uh, solid basketball players. I believe he's about to put everybody on notice with their recruiting, and that includes Georgia, Georgia Tech, and anybody else that's trying to recruit in the Atlanta metro area in high school basketball. Yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. I wholeheartedly agree, and I think that when you think about the opportunity Georgia had to 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 you know to bring home, so to speak, you know one of their own, like mm-hmm. they did it in football, they did it with Kirby Smart. Why not? Yeah. Why not Jones? Right. Yeah, man, Georgia, tis tis, tis tis. You <laughs> dropped the ball again. All right, <laughs> coming up next, we will be talking about the Atlanta Hawks. They take an L to the Toronto Raptors last night. What does that mean? We'll discuss it next. All right here on ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. We'll be back. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome back to ATL Day Ones here with my boy Jarvis. I'm Tanitra. Thank you guys for rocking with us as always. And a happy hump day to you guys. Listen, we appreciate you not just following ATL Day Ones, but check out everything we've got to offer with Locked On Sports Atlanta. You can go to any and all audio platforms and you will find us. You can go to YouTube. In fact, we encourage you to go to YouTube and continue to check us out, like our content, give us a follow and definitely subscribe to our channel. You won't just, dis- you won't be disappointed. We won't. Not disappoint. at all. But yeah, we're, we're always <laughs> going to be a good look for you and friends that you tell to come and check us out. So listen, we are going to talk a little bit in this segment about the Hawks. But before we do that, I got to tell you guys, because you guys have been on my journey of healthier living and healthier eating and everything from day ones, no no pun intended, from day one. <laughs> and so I just want rem- <laughs> to remind you guys that a part of that journey for me is definitely what I do in my snack time. So Jarvis and I talk about this all the time. We don't snack because we're hungry. Sometimes we snack because we're bored. So the best thing for you to do if you are a bored snacker is to make sure you keep healthy snacks around you. And that is where Built Bar comes in. So it can be the puffs that maybe you want to try. That's a really good tasting bar from Built. Uh, from Built. Um, they're fluffy, marshmallowy, 100% real chocolate for those of you out there who are chocolate lovers. Also, low calories, high protein. That's not where you're going to get from a candy bar that you're going to eat. This is better for you. So go for that because literally, wouldn't you want to eat a snack that's going to keep you under 300 calories? So again, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, 17 grams of protein. That sounds like a winning combination to me. And if you want to find out more about the mint brownie, the coconut, coconut almond, and even white chocolate cookies and cream. If you're that kind of cookies and cream person, go to built.com, use the promo code locked 15 and get 15% off your order. Promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. So let's talk a little about the Atlanta Hawks and them and what they did north of the border 
on Tuesday night and how that's going to impact them going forward. So Jarvis, we know that last night's matchup really just like these last four matchups was huge for the Hawks because mm -hmm. if they would have beaten the Raptors, they really could have vaulted up and put themselves at least mathematically in contention to go into the playoffs and avoid the play-in round altogether. But first things first, they did not win that game. 118-108 was the final. But what did you see in that game that was encouraging to you in terms of them and what they're going to do now that they're locked into the playoff play-in round and possibly what they'll do in the playoffs? I like the fact that they were able to compete, even though they were they were down. Obviously, John Collins being out, and then I think Danilo Gallinari not being in that game last night that was that was huge. huge. Yeah, it was really huge because I know we joke a lot about him playing defense, but a lot of times no, 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 you joke about him playing oh, defense. That's you. I joke about his credit. My bad. I joke a lot about Danilo Gallinari <laughs> not being able to play defense, and you know, for the most part, that's true. But I think that, you know, having a big body in there, you 6'10 frame, you know, a veteran, I think yes. having them in the game last night would have definitely have helped. And, you know, and for them to be able to perform and, and have an opportunity to win the game in the fourth quarter yes. with them not being on the floor mm -hmm. along with John Collins, I think there's only so much you can really ask for, right? So yeah. I think that if you can get Dan back and, and get him – I'm back fully healthy. I think that they'll. It's going to be really encouraging to see how these guys do in the playing tournament, and I'm encouraged that they can get that win and play themselves into the real playoffs, as, yes. as, as I've been talking about, talking about. Told you guys, he disrespects Gallinari on the defensive side, calling calling him Dan. That boy's nickname is the Gallo. We don't we don't call him right? Gallo. Because we're gonna give him a <laughs> no, no, we're gonna call him Gallo. But, but you know, you make a great point though, because in the last couple of games, he's had near double doubles, right. and so you really missed out on a couple of things. In addition to what you said, being able to have that big body to bang in the middle uh, with Siakam, with Ananube, oh, and no, with no. Uh, Precious Chua, just just being able to affect their inside game because they nearly doubled the Hawks in points in the paint production. Yeah. And second the chance points is where yeah, second chance points oh, is where they lost the game because they actually did double the Hawks in terms of offensive rebounds. So that's really where you missed out. But you also missed out on having just one more sharpshooter on the floor to be able to take that three in those closing minutes. Now, listen, Bogdan Bogdanovich is normally money. Missed a three yeah. last night at an yeah. odd time. That's that's uncharacteristic. Kevin Herter can be money in those situations as well but you make a great point to have Danilo Gallinari out there to be able to give you one more player with two-way play that's what mm -hmm. you missed last night and you're hoping that you get that back or you're hoping that you're not going to have back-to-back -back games where Onyeka Okongu disappears because that's very rare for double O not to score for double O not to have double digit rebounds I'm going to go with he had an off night last night and that he'll bounce back especially at home tonight so the good of it is like you said we saw them being competitive. We saw them having an opportunity in the final minutes after being down by 12. And that's the kind of thing you want to see. And you need to see that resilience down the stretch as you get ready to play in the playing round, but potentially get into the playoffs. And, and that's the thing that, you know, it is, is really vital for mm -hmm. the Hawks, you know, because like 
Trey, a lot of times you can see last night in the, within the game, you know, the, the offense got kind of stagnant. Yes. You no, know, and and when Lou came in, it was kind of like, all right, I don't know what we're gonna do. You become ISO and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm, you start mm-hmm. seeing them get into their ISO mode. That's that's when you know that things aren't really going well for the Hawks because yeah, by finding the open man, Nate McMillan mm-hmm. preaches that he yes. has a scripture for it. And I don't, I can't quote it right now, but I know he has a scripture that he goes to when he's telling those guys like, "Hey, mm-hmm. move the ball, move the ball, find the right shot." And that's what he continues to preach time and time again. And, and when you see that ball get stagnant or that mm-hmm. ball stops, and you start seeing those step back threes and all that, I know Trey, he has a pass. I give him a pass on that. Yeah. But when you start seeing the guys like Lou Williams and maybe yeah. even Delon Wright sometimes yeah. kind of jump into that mode, that's why I say. Yeah. The office, the Atlanta Hawks office is surely in trouble. And I think that once they, you know, get into the mindset of being able to 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 move the ball around, I think that's that's when you, you're going to see this team play well and potentially, like I said, get into that playoff run. Yeah, and they'll they'll need that tonight against the Wizards. Everybody laments the Wizards. Oh, you know, they're they're bottom of the barrel and they're eliminated from the playoffs. And that they are, but they beat the Timberwolves last night. And beat them soundly and was able to do that after bouncing back from a ridiculous double-digit loss to the Celtics just uh, two days before. So they are not to be taken lightly. When you look at Christoph Porzingis and what he's been able to do uh, as a two-way player for them, particularly inside. So that rebounding that you mentioned, the offensive rebounding is going to be critical uh, tonight as well. They move the ball pretty well. They actually distribute the ball very well. So I'm interested to see what the backcourt combination looks like. They actually played played last night two shooting guards. So interested to kind of see what that looks like against uh, the Hawks, who are playing the traditional one and two most of the night. And mm-hmm. then my other thing is bench mob. I need the bench mob to bounce back because other than Bogdan Bogdanovich with a 19-9 night, everybody else was silent on the bench yeah. last night. For the Hawks to really go deep in the playoffs, going to have to have that bench production be consistent. And even tonight with the Wizards, they've got they literally have multiple players who had great two way games even last night. So bench mob has to come through tonight because that's the blueprint that continues to get them where they want to be, whether that's playing round or playoffs. And a guy that I mentioned yesterday, DeAndre Hunter. Come yes. on, man. Yeah, and he had a game last night. DeAndre had a game last night. You have to rebound more. 6'8", 225, man. Yeah. There's no reason why you shouldn't at least have seven, eight, eight of them things. Yeah. Rebounds for those of my people in uh, Dunwoody. Yeah, so I, I think that if you're if he's able to do that, I think he can bring his A game. Like I said, the bench mob, they can continue to – be that consistent beater like of the other team's bench because they've been doing that, you know, yes. um, a bit, um, before the end, when she came to an end last night. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm looking forward to the Hawks to kind of have a better showing tonight because yes. I think they know what's at stake with these last few games and yes. they know they need to win all of them in order to be in good position to, to move on. Indeed. So when we come back, we're going for the culture. So we're going to talk a little bit about a staple in Atlanta Metro that's remixing some things. And we are also going to talk about, as HBCU graduates, a new opportunity for one of our HBCUs to make some noise on the gridiron. It is Jarvis. I'm Tanitra. And this is ATL Day Ones. See you on the other side. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. It is ATL Day Ones. I'm Janar. I'm not Janaris. I'm Jarvis. And she's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to call yourself Janaris today, that's fine. Do you? Sometimes it happens. Like, hey, right. your name sometimes. Or yeah. Or somebody else's. Yeah. But uh, we want to thank you for checking us out today. You know, uh, before we get into it, we got a lot of couple of good topics here, right here on the For the Culture. You know, we hope you've been enjoying this segment. We really value this thing. We, we talk about things that, that are part of a culture that has an effect on us. It may be pop culture. It may be super silliness. It may be stuff that, you know, dealing with HBCUs. You just never know what you're going to get when it comes to the Florida culture. All right. But uh, we want to thank you all for checking us out, right? Uh, lock, going to Lock Home Sports Atlanta, our subscribers are growing each and every day. We appreciate you for doing that. We're going to ask you to continue to do that. Yes. If you have already liked and subscribed us to us, tell your friends. Yeah. Like, as my boy John Chuckery would say, who is the host of Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, he said, tell 10,000 of your friends. You <laughs> might not, have, you got at least 5,000 on Facebook. I've been looking at your you Facebook account. You got a whole bunch of friends, so you need to tell every last one of them. Go out and follow Locked On Sports Atlanta. We have a big lineup for you, yes. and we, you know, and we are going to continue to serve you by entertaining you each and every day, give you mm-hmm. some sports information along with that. Oh yeah, and we appreciate you for um, checking us out. And oh yeah, don't forget follow us on all audio platforms. We're on every last one. I'm not going to start listing them because you know that would take all day. But yeah, make sure you go and follow us there. All right, T. Yes. Tennessee State University, Eddie George versus Notre Dame in 2023. Yeah. What about that? At HBCU, this is the first time Notre Dame has played an FBS, I mean FCS opponent, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And I think that there may be some connectivity here as far as how this thing went out, went all down. What you think? Yeah, I, I would agree with you. And you know, we're always looking to see how things happen, not just why they happen. So first and foremost, it's always good to see an HBCU get an opportunity to shine on a big stage. I remember going to the UGA Southern game several years ago and just even introducing the culture of what that looks like, the fact that we have a fifth court. The fact that we take pregame in a different way because it's not just about the warm-ups on the field. It's about the band warming up, the dance team warming up, so on and so forth, and then introducing them to what a true halftime show looks like. And then, like yes, I said, the Lord. fifth quarter, having mm-hmm. that drum line take us out was amazing. And even for Southern to compete, in, you know, maybe in that first quarter, quarter and a half, but just to say, hey, we are here to play some good football is, is awesome. I think that having someone like Eddie George over at Tennessee State, I, I don't think that that fact was uh, fell on deaf ears or was not noticed by Notre Dame because, mm-hmm. as we talked about, Marcus Freeman is also an Ohio State alum. And while they may not have been 
they are playing ball at the same time. You know how those ties are, Jarvis, being a uh, football player. Yeah, those ties are very, very strong. So we wonder, you know, about that connectivity, that relationship that maybe uh, Marcus Freeman and Eddie George had that may have allowed this to culminate. Yeah, I, I absolutely love this type of stuff. And, and then also, you know, when you think about, you know, some of those things as far as the back end of it, right? Okay, the, the greatness of being able to be on the field of those guys yes. and the, the opportunity for Tennessee State players to mm-hmm. say, hey, I want to see how I measure up against these guys or yeah, this type yeah. of competition. The back end, back side of that is a lot of people, some people don't like to talk about it. Some people may agree or disagree with it. But yeah. I'm on, I stand on the side of like, hey, you know, these type of games, they yes. fund entire athletic departments yes. for the entire year for every sport yes. at some HBCU. So, yes. well, we don't know the exact number, but I'm sure it's going to be a nice penny, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to help go to helping Tennessee State get a lot of things accomplished in their athletic department. So, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so excited about that. Yeah. And, and like I said, you never know. You never know what type of player may have a have a great game. Right, no right. Game. He, him be able to send that film off like, hey, this is what I did against the D1 competition. Since you're mm-hmm. questioning the competition that I go against on a regular basis. Right. So, you know, check this out. So mm-hmm. um, I've been there, been there, done that. <laughs> you know, so to have an opportunity to go against a team like Notre Dame, I think that mm-hmm. it is something that doesn't need to go. It, it needs to be talked about. It needs yes. to be highlighted more. So, and that's why we're doing it right here on ATL Day Ones. I am fatigued. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you sent me the story, you know, I saw, I looked at the headline and it, it kind of, it definitely intrigued me. So, you know, I checked out, <laughs> I clicked on the link, checked it out and, you know, Waffle House, right? You know, I'm a oh, huge yeah. fan for the, for, yeah. for the viewers. You guys know, I am a huge Waffle House fan. I am born and, ra- born and raised in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Waffle House is a part of my life. You know, it's a story. <laughs> it is a, is it, it is a chapter in my life that, you know, that was my place that you go to after the club, you know, back in the single day, you know, you used to be down, you know, you see what's going on. But, you know, we don't get on to all that. You know, Tanisha is wholesome and she don't want to talk about, talk to me about that. But, no. you know, no. what I say with, with Waffle House, see, they are coming out with a golf shoe yes. that's like a waffle. Yes. And it drops tomorrow. Yes. All the fashions are going on and everything. So Adidas has partnered with Waffle House and they're going to drop a waffle embroidered yes. color as the batter, like a light kind of cream yeah. type situation going on. They dropping the shoe tomorrow. And you know what? They better have a 15 or I'm going to be highly upset to you. And I really like it. The, the shoe is actually a good look no, yeah. because you think about that and you're like, okay, Waffle House, you're doing the most, right? And you think <laughs> about that like Adidas, okay, yeah, you're trying to, yeah, you're you're doing the most too. But when you look at it, it's actually a well-designed, pretty cool golf shoe that, yes. yes, I would buy for my significant other when he's on his way to the links. Absolutely would be cool. I mean, I'd probably rock it for myself whenever. Wait a minute. Hold on. Did you just drop some breaking news? No. No. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get to something like that too. Yeah, we're gonna get to something that. So yeah, let's hold on. We're gonna get. We're gonna get this. Uh, <laughs> get this topic out, and then we're gonna roll off to something else that I think has kind of rolls right in line with that. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I was just saying that I, I love it. I, when I looked at the design, I was actually pleasantly surprised because 
you when you see a headline like that, you think that's clickbait. Like no yeah, way can this exactly. work. But then you're intrigued, so you go and check it out. And it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I'm 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 super excited. Like you said, I'm going to seriously try to see if I can uh, slide me a pair. Like I hope <laughs> they have a size 15. I wear I got a big foot, so hopefully they have my size. Indeed, it's norm and normally in the golf shoes they normally kind of run kind of big. So hopefully yes. they'll be a uh, have have me ready. They'll have me ready. I know I'm about to order. I know I'm gonna be able to go in the store. So well, I'm gonna get my hopes up. But <laughs> but uh, speaking of uh, <clears throat> uh, relationships and stuff, and getting hopes so, up. <laughs> oh, getting your hopes up. <laughs> oh, that's an amazing segue, by the way. <laughs> uh, so apparently, T people don't exchange phone numbers anymore. So we're at a space now where it's all about getting your Instagram handle. Yeah. And so Sunday <laughs> I'm at a, a, an event. Okay. And you know, I'm, I'm interacting, just having conversation, you know, Jarvis, I'll talk to anybody. So strike up a conversation and granted in the first instance, cause there were two. So in the first instance, the person did ask to exchange numbers and I kind of was in a good mood. So I, kind of exchange numbers, even though I really didn't want to, but I was like, okay, fine, you know, whatever. Right. And then out of nowhere, he asks to, you know, what my IG is and wants to follow me and then proceeds to like get his phone out. And like, we've got to get the to IG like right at that moment so he can get my information. And I'm like, dude, we are in the middle of an event. Like, yeah. no. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah. so are we doing this now? Are we doing IG instead of like, you know, the traditional path or whatever. So fast forward, and two days later, I'm at the gym. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I guess I startled these individuals in, in the little um, hydro massage area. And so they were like starting a conversation. And the guy goes, so yeah, what's your IG so I can give you a follow and maybe reach out? And I'm going, I am standing right here. <laughs> Why are you going to my social media page when I am standing right here? And then the comeback is, so when can we do lunch or maybe brunch? We can't. <laughs> we, we can't. No, we, we can't. Not when I'm standing right here. Now, if you so saw me in passing oh or goodness. you saw me on the Jumbotron at the Hawks game, right, and right, you right. were like, dang, I got to get to know her, but I can't get down to the lower bowl. And you slid into the DMs and explained yourself. Okay, yeah. I might give you credit for that because you truly right. did not have access. But when I'm standing in front of you at the gym, or I'm standing in front of you at the event, you should probably go ahead and ask for my phone number versus my IG handle. Yeah. Unless, but I said, hey, that might be the new way we do things. That is the new way because um, I actually uh, ran into one of the one of the players from the Falcons and. I was just rapping with him about certain things. You know, he's new to the squad. So I was like, hey, man, you know, whatever, whatever, woo, woo, woo. He's like, yeah, man, let me get your IG. I was like, <laughs> okay, all right. So that, that's that's the way people exchange information nowadays. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it's, I mean, people look at the notifi get notifications from the Instagram. So I assume that, you know, you check it on your phone. So it's almost yes. like a text message, I guess. Yeah. So People don't really talk on the phone anymore, so... Oh, no. oh, yes. You know what? I don't think we have enough time for that because I have questions and thoughts. <laughs> but I know we're I know we're probably running up against it. As yes, well. yes, um, yes, they, yes. ATL Day 1. So this may be one of those part two that you guys have to come back tomorrow, tomorrow. and hear more about. Because, yeah, 
the whole concept of not having conversations anymore. Jarvis, you hit on something like that's actually a thing, but I'm confused. I have thoughts and concerns. But again, come back tomorrow and we'll talk about it. We will address address it tomorrow, Thursday on For the Culture. And make sure you come back and check us all our episodes out on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Go like and subscribe. Please follow us on all the audio platforms. We will also be talking tomorrow on the show about do all the Atlanta Hawks for real? Are they going to get they're going to get this win against the Wizards? They win the game. Are they going to win the game? They're supposed to win. So we'll be talking about all of that. Make sure you come back. It is ATL Day Once. I'm Jarvis. She's to be true. Yes, and we can't wait to talk more golf, like real golf talk tomorrow with Tiger Woods back on the links. Yes, sir. Tease off at 1034. Yes. Where are you going to be? I know where I'm going to be. I'm going to be ordering my shoes and looking at Tiger. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow. See ya. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.